This is Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors, episode 100. Ring in the new year, literally. Aloha. My name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over 15 years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest and love it along the way, let's enjoy the journey together. Marhaba to my friends in Dubai. Hello, everyone else. We enjoyed so much watching the New Year's show displayed on the Burj Khalifa last night. We also got a kick out of saying the name of that building repeatedly. I don't know. Just try it. It's fun to say. But we um, watched a bunch of different videos of people celebrating the stroke of midnight all over the world. And it's just, it was so cool to see that no matter where we live on this earth, we have these same shared experiences, similar hopes and dreams. All over the world, we celebrate the ending of one year and the beginning of another. Whether your festivities begin December 31st or they coincide with the Lunar New Year, it is the perfect time to reflect, reset, and reach even higher for our life and what we want to create in the future. It is easy to rush into writing down goals and intentions for the next year. And I am a big fan of mindfully mapping out what kind of future you want to see for yourself. I have included episodes 7 and 48 in the show notes where I talk a lot more in detail about why I set intentions instead of resolutions and how I pick one word for each year and why. But before you set intentions and you pick your word for the year, before you reach for those lofty goals, I invite you to do two things. First, Reflect on the past year and celebrate your accomplishments and growth. And second, take time to reset, giving yourself a blank slate to start from. There is a powerful energy that you create, recognizing how far you have come and giving yourself credit for the obstacles and the mountains you have climbed. And that joyous energy will help fuel your motivation to reset and reach even higher in the year to come. In essence, before you create your to-dos, celebrate your ta-das, (laughs) ta-da. Leave no stone unturned. Think about small milestones, big experiences, moments you did something that made you feel proud. Times when something failed and you still persevered. That program that you finished, (laughs) ta-da. The new friend you were brave enough to make, that person you were strong enough to forgive. On the last day of the year, I had my family sit around the table and write the word, ta-da, with a big exclamation point on the top of the paper. Then we took time to look back on the past year and write down or draw pictures of things worth celebrating. And there was a lot of things worth celebrating. I liked doing it as a family. And I'll tell you why, because we were able to jog each other's memory or suggest things for each other if someone kind of felt stuck trying to think of something. 
If you find yourself kind of drawing a blank on what did I accomplish this year, ask someone, ask someone that you love and that you trust to give you some suggestions because sometimes we downplay or minimize what a big deal something we have done is. Sometimes it's easier for others to recognize the amazing within us. For example, my husband had written down that he got a new job, which was a huge deal. And then I pointed out that he should also write down all the times he was courageous enough and how awesome he was for putting forth the effort into applying for all the other jobs that he got turned down for too. That is worth celebrating. That was amazing. Celebrate your no's, your rejections, your I came in second to last place moments too. Maybe this past year you experienced a trauma an injury, or a trial that completely threw all your well-laid plans and goals out the window. As you reflect, reframe your mindset to still find the good and focus on what you did accomplish despite, through, and because of those things. For the rejections, the failed attempts, the I had to totally change my plans moments are as equally transformative as the I won this award moments. Give yourself props and be proud of what you have done. After we had taken time to write things down, we went around as a family and shared. Each time a person listed off an accomplishment, they rang a bell and we cheered for them like they had just won an Emmy award. I felt so much love, gratitude, and pride for each member of my family as we cheered each other on. Before you jump into creating your perfect year ahead, first, take time to make some noise and celebrate what you have accomplished and how far you have come. Let those positive vibes pump you up for what lies ahead. I thought it was so cool and so fitting that this episode happens to be my hundredth podcast episode. A hundred podcasts? That is Amazing. I was listening to a podcast recently and at the end, the two hosts thanked their sponsor and then went on to thank five people for helping them produce their show. And I thought, wow, I'm doing the work of five people every week. That's amazing. Like that feels so validating. That is something to be so proud of. High five me. Give yourself some much-deserved self-high-fives. And then, then think about ways you can reset mentally, emotionally, and physically. This is going to look different for each person because only you know what areas in your life have gotten way off course in striving to become your highest self. Think about what mental, emotional, or physical toxins have built up in your life and what you can do to detox. For example, many of us, holiday time also means excessive or unhealthy eating choices and lots of late nights. So perhaps you hit the reset button by making getting eight hours of sleep your top priority this week or cutting out sugar or upping your water intake or doing a cleanse. Maybe your reset looks like decluttering your living space and literally getting rid of unnecessary stuff. Maybe you take a digital detox 
there's a big one. Take a digital detox for a week. Cleanse your mind by taking a break from social media platforms, Netflix and other streaming services, Amazon and other shopping sites, etc. Or perhaps you simply unfollow or unsubscribe to things that you recognize aren't serving you emotionally or mentally. Maybe for you, hitting the reset button looks like taking time to write a list of all the things you are grateful for and shifting your mindset in a powerful way to start the new year. Hit the reset button by forgiving yourself. It's a huge one. Forgive yourself for all your human moments, for all the ways you feel like you've fallen short or all the goals you didn't meet last year. Forgive yourself. Say to yourself, self, I love you. I'm sorry. I've learned some lessons. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you, self. Forgive yourself. What an amazing reset button that is to hit. You could hit the reset button by getting out in nature or physically putting yourself in a space that nurtures your soul. Give yourself some be still time. Before you jump into reaching for new goals and setting new intentions, give yourself a chance to reset and restore. Then finally, go for it. Write down your big dreams for the year ahead. Pick a word or a mantra of something you want to see flow freely into your life and put that word or phrase everywhere as a reminder. Write down specific steps you want to take to reach your big goals and put those reminders everywhere. So all my sisters and sister-in-laws have birthdays around this time of year. So I decided to pick a Sanskrit word for each of them and give them a necklace with that word on it. I picked a word for them that I prayed would be something that they would see in abundance in the year ahead peace, love, and so on. So every time they wore that necklace, they would be reminded. Create reminders and keep them all around you. Maybe put it in your phone and literally have a reminder go off, right? Create your support groups and your systems to stay accountable. This is the time to do it. You are going to reach for high goals. Well, let's reach out for people to help us get there. Sign up for that masterclass. Join that program. Ask a friend to be a part of your journey. Ride the wave of positive energy with others who want to strive for their highest self too. So often we set lofty goals, but then we don't create a supportive scaffolding system to support those goals. And our resolve crumbles at the first quake. So, Give yourself the support to be successful. Practicing focusing on what you want to see happen this year instead of focusing on what you want to prevent is a wonderful place to begin. So becoming really clear about what you want to create instead of living in fear of what you're trying to prevent. Just me saying that, can you hear the different energy behind those two statements? Practice on focusing on what you want to see happen this year instead of focusing on what you want to prevent. 
Instead of putting all your energy into preventing your greatest fears from happening, focus on what you really, really want and get clear about your why for that. I am choosing to create fill in the blank because I love myself, because I know that this is a healthy, thriving lifestyle for me. You know, what is your motivation? I am choosing to step into a new path that is open wide with possibility. Does that just sound so much more empowering than I have to do these things so that I don't get this, this, and this disease? You know what I mean? I am choosing to step into a new path that is open wide with possibility. Train your mind to think in the affirmative. That is where your energy will go. That is the focus is where your actions will take you. Train your mind to think in the affirmative. We always have thoughts. It takes mindfulness and effort to notice where our thoughts are leading us and fine tuning those thoughts to take us in the direction we want to go. Let's choose to reach for higher heights and big dreams this year, free of self-shame and judgment. Listen to yourself and follow your own inner wisdom. Don't just join a thing or sign up for this or that because so-and-so did that you follow on Instagram, right? What is right for you? Listen to yourself and follow your own inner wisdom. This is the year we're going to practice being the boss of our brain and training our brain to be still, to let go of toxic thoughts, and truly focus on what we want to happen. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. But one physical tool you can use to do this is by literally bringing in the new year. When I read Celeste Mergen's book, The Power of Days, she mentioned that very early on, she bought a big bell that they hung in the space where they collected supplies for distribution. And every time they would receive a donation or a grant or good news of any kind, they would ring the bell to celebrate. They would also ring the bell when they got rejection letters, hit political obstacles, got feedback that was negative about their product, etc., because they knew all of those things were for the good and growth of their organization. I have thought about this idea of ringing the bell in my own life so many times since reading that in her book. It is easy to ring a bell when we win. It is a lot harder to ring that bell and feel joy when we fail. Do we have it within us to celebrate both our achievements and our failures with equal excitement, knowing that those failures are achievements too? Do we really know that? I think it's hard. It's hard to convince myself sometimes thinking that that failure that thing that totally flopped or isn't going the way I wanted it to is also an achievement. So I bought myself a little bell for Christmas. From now on, I am going to ring it when I crush a milestone and I'm going to ring it when I receive a crushing blow. And I'm going to invite my family to do the same starting with yesterday, when each family member shared their ta-da list, we rang the bell for every item, every item. 
When my son mentioned applying for several part-time jobs and hearing no after no after no, he rang the bell and we cheered him on. Way to get a bunch of rejections, Jax. When my daughter mentioned her cross-country season, we celebrated her effort to try and make the varsity lettering time. And we recognized all the obstacles that she faced with asthma and injury that she preserved through. And we kind of laughed as we all said, yay, you didn't letter in varsity this year. You did such a good job at failing. <laughs> Saying yay, I failed big time isn't a common phrase we hear. And it feels really foreign to say. But think about how much more affirming it is to clap every time we try and are disappointed, fail, fall short, etc. Then punishing ourselves for falling, feeling stupid for, feeling ashamed of or because of. Think about punishment and judgment and shame and feelings of stupidity. Those last few emotions, they're not going to serve us in the long run. But celebrating the fails keeps it light and it helps keep things in perspective in the big picture, in the long run. These little things that we feel like are these huge disappointments. Oh, that was no big deal. Self high five for trying. Brush off the dirt. Let's go. Let's go. Celebrating failure creates emotional resiliency and mental tenacity. What if this year you ring the bell when you lose a couple pounds and you ring the bell for gaining it too? Loving yourself regardless the number on the scale instead of making one number mean you're a winner and one number mean you're a loser. What if this year you ring the bell for every A you receive on a test in math and every D? Ring the bell. Literally celebrate by ringing the bell. Reflect on the past year and write out the things we've accomplished. Those things will help fuel our motivation to move into the new year with hope taking time to detox and reset our body, mind, and soul right now will set us up with a clean slate to work from in creating what we want to see in the year ahead. And ringing the bell, whether figuratively or literally, as we rise and fall in the months ahead in our efforts to reach higher, it will help us stay on a higher mental plane and accomplish miraculous change. I am so excited for the year ahead. Don't get me wrong. Parts of me are terrified too. That new job I mentioned earlier that my husband got, it's going to mean moving our whole family to Texas. We lived in Indiana for almost 20 years, lived here, loved here, we have friends who are literally like family to us here. There are a lot of changes on the horizon, a lot of unknowns for me and for my family. We have our oldest heading off to college next year. Lots of different things out of our control. When we look at world events, unrest, war, so many things. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, right? of things that are unknowns. My challenge for myself, my challenge for you, is to not focus on trying to prevent the things that we are scared of happening, 
but to focus on creating the change that we want to see happen in our lives. Focus on forgiving. Forgive and let go. Let yourself be free of things that have bound you in the past. Move forward with faith and hope and an energy that all things are possible. We've got this, you guys. I am excited for your year ahead. Let's enjoy this journey together. Namaste. Thank you so much for listening in today and being a part of my podcast, Ohana. If what I have said resonates with you, please consider subscribing to Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors or making a one-time donation to Isha Warriors. Your donation and your support makes it possible for me to bring more yoga to more teens, doing more free in-person events, as well as sponsoring more teens with my online program. Isha Warriors gives teens a safe space to tap into their inner light, to develop mental toughness and emotional resilience, while strengthening their physical body. It's magic. Help me bring it to more teens, y'all. And may you have a blessed day.